and welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. Today is May 4th. Today we celebrate Monday of the fourth week of Easter. And we continue our journey through the Acts of the Apostles. And today this is what we hear in the Acts of the Apostles. Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. The apostles and the brothers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles too had accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers confronted him, saying, You entered the house of uncircumcised people and ate with them. Peter began and explained to them step by step, saying, I was at prayer in the city of Joppa when in a trance I had a vision, something resembling a large sheet coming down lowered from the sky by its four corners, and it came to me. Looking intently into it, I observed and saw the four-legged animals of the earth, the wild beast, the reptiles, and the birds of the sky. I also heard a voice say to me, Get up, Peter, slaughter and eat. But I said, Certainly not, sir, because nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time, a voice from heaven answered, What God has made clean, you are not to call profane. This happened three times, and then everything was drawn up again into the sky. Just then three men appeared at the house where we were, who had been sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to accompany them without discriminating. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He related to us how he had seen the angels standing in his house, saying, Send someone to Joppa, the summon and summon Simon, who was called Peter, who will speak words to you, by which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, as it happened upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how it had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift he gave to us, when we came to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to be able to hinder God? When they heard this, they stopped objecting and glorified God, saying, God has then granted life-giving repentance to the Gentiles too. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My friends, today, Peter has, you might say, some explaining to do in the first reading. It's the first major crisis that the young church confronted. It was that crooks of their whole Judean faith of whether one had to become a Jew before being baptized a Christian. More and more uncircumcised people, non-Jews, were responding to the apostles' preaching. But those circumcised Christians believed that non-Jews should embrace Judaism first. Jewish Christians resented the notion that non-Jews should be welcomed the same as Jews. From the distance of history, the question seems kind of counterproductive. But it was a very real question, a problem to those first Jewish Christians. 
See, I think for some of us, discovering God or reconnecting with faith sometimes can easily result in a sense of superiority or self-righteousness because we have found God or we have refound God in our lives because we're convinced that the Spirit is with us. It's easy for us at times to see ourselves as better than than those who have not found God or who are not as in tune with the Spirit than we are. See, we see our faith and our belief in God as setting us apart from others, when in truth, faith should strengthen our connection with others, even those of little or no faith at all. To embrace the Spirit of God as preached by Jesus should break down walls, heal divisions, shatter differences, and highlight all that we have in common, first and foremost, that every one of us is created in the very image and in the likeness of God. If finding God makes you feel superior to anyone, I think the challenge of the scriptures is maybe it's time for us to look again. God can and does use every person, every situation in our lives, not to try to teach us something, but rather in God's attempt to help us to learn something, to come to a better understanding. See, it's easy, easy for us to use our faith. We have the truth. We know better than those people. God can use anyone. In fact, in my life, oftentimes, I think some of the things I've learned the most, the things that have challenged me the most and stretched me beyond my own imaginings, have been some of the people with whom I've ministered, some of the people that probably, in reality, I might never have chosen to sit with or never really welcomed into my small circle of friends. But God's the one who decides who will be used and how they will be used. Today, truly together, let's open our hearts, open our minds to see that God uses everyone and everything to help us to learn more about who God is, but uses all of these things to help each of us to grow in our faith. And so today, let's pray together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, you have embraced us in your constant, complete love. May your Spirit open up our hearts and our horizons to embrace everyone in humble and in grateful joy as sisters and brothers of all of us who have been created in God's image and likeness, an image and likeness of compassion, of peace, and of love. And we ask this, you who live as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. May we be blessed today and at 
every moment of our lives until that day when we each see God face to face, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a wonderful day.